Hello and welcome everyone to our series dedicated to the manufacturing industry. My name is Georgia Giuliani and I'm a current executive at Accruent, taking care of our customers in the south of Europe. Here with me today, we have uh, Jonathan Griffith, a true expert uh, on the subject. Today, we are talking about uh, operational excellence. Jonathan, hello. Can you please uh, introduce yourself? Hi, Georgia. Thank you. Uh, yeah, where to begin? Um, I've been in industry for the last 30 years. Um, started my career from the very early part of it as a manufacturing engineer, and most recently, uh, got to the senior operational leadership positions, uh, operational dire director, managing a small facility um, in the West Midlands. So during my career, um, I've been very fortunate to gain exposure to the varied world of manufacturing, um, not only in the UK, but globally as far as now, I've worked in China all the way over to as far as Argentina. So a truly global uh, exposure. What that's given me throughout my career, which I'm really thankful for, is the fantastic opportunity to work with some truly world-class organizations. And along the way, I believe I've been part of, and it is being part of, the successful growth of those co companies um, as they transitioned uh, to, you know, to meet their strategic needs. So what I've sort of, my next part of my journey now is I'm building upon that past life of uh, 30 years in manufacturing and, and contributing to growing companies where now I'm, operating my own uh, independent business where I provide coaching and consultancy to smaller companies of any form uh, that want the help on how do they achieve sustainable profitability and productivity improvements through the adoption of lean thinking, which, as you know, we're going to talk a little bit later on about operational excellence and change, but that's part of the process. And if I was to sum it up, what I really think I'm providing now, the next part of my journey is helping organizations to be that future-proof. Okay, thanks. Uh, thanks, Jonathan. Sounds like a, a great experience indeed. And thanks uh, for being uh, with us today. Let's move on to, to our topics uh, for the day. So, Jonathan, when we are here today to talk about uh, operational excellence, but for someone that is not really familiar with the subject, can you explain uh, in simple words what it is, operational excellence? Put simply, it's the joining of all principles, philosophy, management techniques, uh, that we all hear about every single day in different, different forms, all coming together uh, to, to be fully integrated into, what, into the organization and work, I believe, in synergy with each other to drive excellence. Everybody is moving in the same direction 
at the same pace, that desire to be better the next day, you know, that, that want to be better. That to me is what operational excellence is. It's the, it's the collection of everything. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure if that answers the question, but it, it really is bringing everything together so that everyone is going in that one single direction. Uh, very customer focused, uh, very cust and driven by the what the needs of the customer, but also the needs of the customer internally and externally. So bringing in this this thought process of what is my internal customer needs, and driving that um, d delivery of ex their expectations and excelling those. Mm, I get you. So, uh, in your expertise, can you refer to one of your the customer that you have worked with that achieved operational excellence? Can you make an example? If I look at an organization in my past life um, where I consider we achieved operational excellence, we were working uh, first tier automotive across. 44 locations globally. So as far as China through to Argentina, a presence in uh, most, well, if all countries. And when I look at operational excellence and, and how we were organized from a, from a manufacturing standpoint, we were very much driven by the customer. We were aligned to the needs of the customer. We had plants that were very close to our customer. We were uh, involved with the customers at the very early stages of the design of the product. We gave our, we brought our expertise into the design of the product so that we were part, you know, we were part of the solution. We weren't just selling a part, we were actually selling the expertise. Again, that's all part of this operational excellence. And what we also drove was consistency and standardization across the organization. So we all spoke the same language, not literally, but when we were communicating from a, from a, head office all the way down to the plant level, it was a common language. Our measurement points were common across all 44 sites. Our way that we wanted all our manufacturing plants was standard. So that what we were striving for was this ability that if we took a customer from Europe and they wanted to visit a facility in the US, they could, and with confidence, we knew that they were going into the same facility, maybe in a different part of the world, but the way that they were going to be treated, what they would see would be the same. So that they knew with confidence that if they needed a, a part that was going to be built in the US and they'd, they were getting the same level of service that they were getting in Europe or even in Asia. And I think that's a big part of operational excellence. It's that level of consistency across the whole organization. 
So what we define standardization some in certain cases? I, th I think, yes, it, it, we have to take care because I think standardization to, to many people can mean different things. But what, in, in my, from my experience and exposure to it, we were standardized in how the plants were presented, you know, color schemes, um, health and safety, how that was reported was the same, our performance metrics were the same, our equipment where we can was standardized so that, again, we had the ability to interchange between different locations, different customers that we were serving, but we had the ability to uh, move product from one area to another if we need to. And that's, again, a key factor of standardization. And it's a key element when you start looking at it in the terms of operational excellence. But also we built a culture uh, across the whole organization from the CEO and chairman level all the way down to operator where there was a consistent message of what we were striving for. Again, the, the strategy in different countries and for different customers was, was changed. But the overall strategy for the, the organization was communicated out. And that's another bigger factor when you start looking at operational excellence. What's the vision? What are we trying to do? And how we communicate that? And it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, I think there's a misconception that it's going to be a quick, it's going to be a quick win. And sometimes there's days when you don't feel like you, you, you're operating at excellent, but that's manufacturing. And what operational excellence brings is that ability that, okay, how do you react the next day to something that didn't work, but you, you build upon that as, and say, okay, well, we're going to be better the next day. So you you know you hear this uh, term more and more more than what we were hearing before. So it seems more a, a must to have rather than a nice to have. Do, do you agree with that? I think previous. I think it was looked at as a nice to have. Um, I think there was companies that were organising themselves in that way that operational excellence was that that next level. I think where we are today in an ever-changing world, um, it's close to becoming a must-to-have. That's, you know, the, the, the needs of the customer in any market now are becoming so much more demanding. Uh, and I think organizations need to be looking, them, looking internally at how they are organized and how they operate in order to how best serve that demand. So I, I, I think with time, we will move from a nice to, to a must have, because the, our customers will put that expectation on us. That's a bit also because about um, competition. So companies in the same space might be moving uh, all in, in the same way and everybody's looking at each other. So that could be a possibly also a driver. 
I, I think competition has always been a driver for companies to improve. Um, but given, again, the, the, the demands by the customer and their higher expectations and the, the need for quicker to market, innovation uh, and, and diversity, you know, product ranges are constantly changing. The competition, those, those who are your competition, if they're able to react to that faster than you, then yes, they will be forcing you along that journey as well. Um, and if, if, and I, if you don't follow that, then I don't know, you know, what, what's the alternative? It's probably to be answered. Yeah, the alternative might not uh, be that nice. Uh, but you, you mentioned before that um, to achieve operational excellence, you must involve uh, different departments across uh, the organization. How do you achieve uh, operational excellence at every level within the company? What companies would need to do? The, the, the first thing is it, it takes time and patience. Uh, there's, there's not a given time scale to achieve operational excellence. Um, and, and, and operational excellence will look different from, for different organizations by definition. But the, the key to it is that engagement of all functions and, of, and all employees. Um, and that relies on communication and training to support those functions and employees to, to, to get to that level, you know, have they got the skills, uh, have they got the, the resource in, in many respects to deliver that excellent service? Have they got processes that are truly efficient? And when you start looking at operational excellence, your starting point, for, again, for me, from my experience has always been a centered around the adoption of lean manufacturing. So that, that drive for identifying waste, eliminating it and building processes that are stable, repeatable and efficient. If you take that same approach across all aspects of the business, then you can, you know, you, you gain the benefits and then you can start to bring all those those functions into the into play and build that foundation towards operational excellence you know I, I a company i used to work for they their viewpoint on continuous improvement wasn't solely focused on the shop the production shop floor um the, their view and their strategy was that they wanted continuous improvement effort and the, the outcome of that continuous improvement effort across the whole business. So in one of the organizations I, I worked for, I was lucky enough that through the route of continuous improvement to be able to work with functions, the accounts, the HR team, um, the design engineering teams 
looking at how they can better improve their processes that when you when you join all these processes together they're stronger together that drives that excellence rather than what we still make we still have in in certain areas this silo effect silo effect doesn't work in operational excellence operational excellence is everyone coming together everyone striving to be better than they were the, the last day that's also a bit about uh, company culture so everybody should be thinking in the same way working for the same goal absolutely and and a big a big part of operational excellence is creating that that behavior um which comes down to it, it comes down to leadership you know uh yes it does start at the top but it also it also starts at the middle and the bottom so it's 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 at all levels of the organization that leadership has to be aligned and understand where are we going and i, I think from experience defining where we are going can be the biggest challenge but once you've defined where you're going and and how you want to get there you find that when you start communicating that and start providing the the, the resource to enable that to happen very uh, very quickly you'll gain that momentum because people want to be part of that something mm -hmm. I want to be part of the company goals. Yeah, yeah. You know, successful companies are all built upon empowering their their people. You know, I, I have a view that without people, we don't have a business. And that's even more, I, I think, even more important today that people are central to the organization and we we engage with them at all levels to make them valued again a, a key element of operational excellence creating that value yes we've got the value of what the customer wants but let's look internally at what are we doing with our for our employees how are we value them you know how do we make them part of the the bigger want mm -hmm. the bigger scope yes but but listen jonathan you mentioned before the term uh, lean manufacturing can you explain a little better what is the difference between operational excellence and lean manufacturing uh, we know that those are related but uh, can you explain a little more when you look at lean manufacturing lean manufacturing looks at the identification elimination of waste throughout the the organization so let, let's for the sake of it let's just drop the word manufacturing and let's just think about lean because what what we're at actually want is operational excellence and operational excellence is across the whole organization so every function not just manufacturing well, in fact You may have an organization that doesn't produce anything. They're more of a service organization. Their desire is still the same to deliver 
to their customer needs and that strive to be excellent at what they do. And lean is part of that journey. So lean provides the very, again, for me, it's the starting point. So creating those efficient processes, creating the, the, the workflow throughout the business that is seamless. You know, that when your customer places an, an order, it gets transacted efficiently the same day and drives the next level of actions in the organization. So there's no way, you know, you, you are truly taking out that waste. Um, and that's where lean manufacturing sits in operational excellence. And operational excellence is just pulling all the other principles and philosophies together. You know, Six Sigma, um, what's, your, your, what's your strategy planning and deployment? That gets pulled into operational excellence. How you are training people, what's your skills plan? Pulling all that together. You know, how do you develop your... Are you know your next product for the future? You know it's R and D pulling all their activity together under this one big banner of excellence. So it, it lean is just one proportion of it. So it's one one piece of the of the whole project. Got you. And um, and uh, to conclude, um, what are in your opinion uh, the main consequences? consequences for companies that don't do anything about that we already mentioned the competition part but uh, there's more i guess definitely there's more definitely there's more i think what i see that if companies don't take an action and when i say take an action what i mean is that they don't start to make change that drives a level of efficiency and performance improvement, then what I see there is that with time, those individual companies or organizations, teams, functions will suffer. And when I say suffer, my view on that is suffer, will they be there for the future? Again, you can't put a time on that. Or will they just survive through sheer luck? And I think when you look at the where operational excellence fits, it fits in this what it's it fits by giving companies the, the, the infrastructure to enable growth and sustainability. It gives them the future. And those that don't take that action, you would question, well, where will they be in the future? So it's about uh, surviving uh, in a challenging market as well. I, I think so, yeah. I think that there's, there's, a, there's the, the survival, the, the markets are very challenging. Customers are more demanding. Uh, supply routes are are under extreme pressure for various reasons uh, today. 
Um, and I think what that brings is it's, it's challenging companies to think different. And again, operational excellence is this ability to react to that change as a collective rather than one function reacting to the change and another and the other functions not in which case the organization won't move forward yeah and we'll talk about uh, change uh, later on in our in our series for now i want to really thank you so much uh, jonathan for sharing uh, this with us and i want to thank everybody for attending i would like to remind you that if you would like to have more information on uh, what we talk about. Uh, there are some useful links in the episode description and I hope to see everyone in the next one. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, Georgia.